In the second learning module, our group focused on investigating the current methods used to assess creativity and imagination in the educational arena globally. We our focus was not only in the arts, but across many areas of the curriculum. We also explored the perceived gender differences in creativity and, ima and imagination learning. We sourced and discussed a number of definitions for the concept of assessment. In the past, assessment and testing had been interchangeable. What we came to realise is that they are not. For us, assessment is a more general term, the gathering of data compared to testing. That is, the gathering of information by the teacher and students to drive instruction. While evaluation is when a teacher uses some instrument, such as an end-of-term test, to rate a student that, so that this information can be used to compare or sort students. Assessment is for the student and the teacher in the act of learning, while evaluation is usually for others. After viewing many websites that looked at assessing creativity through tests and checklists, we came to the conclusion that assessment is more important than testing, as it is integral to instruction. Kraft states that if we have a, a curriculum and a framework which acknowledges creativity and which connects creativity, culture and the economy, we need do nothing else than implement the curriculum as if it were unproblematic. For our group, this highlighted the fact that although creativity is addressed in the curriculum, it does not mean that that's as far as it goes. Teachers need to implement this in the teaching and move beyond just observing creativity. They need to assess it in some form that does not just involve questions and tests. Some ideas of what to look at when developing assessment for creativity came from Kraft. She poses the following questions. What actually does creative teaching and learning consist of? What actually is learnt and how? What difference does it make to the learners? What, what is to be gained by bringing students' perspectives into a creative pedagogy? The website creative the website Creativity Wheel puts it more succinctly for us. The principal purpose of assessing creative development is to better understand the pupils' needs for appropriate experiences that will promote and develop their creative behaviour. Our group felt that the Creative Wheel was important as it stated that it is intended to be used as part of the whole school approach to creativity, not in isolation. In comparison to creative learning assessment, it looks at creativity in all domains, not just the arts subjects. This is something we felt was important in that it could be applied to subjects such as science. We also sourced another interview with Ken Robinson. Here he talks about the social dimension to creativity for the 21st century. He states that you cannot, cannot assess people in general for being creative because you have to be doing something to be creative. If you're working in a math class, 
and the teaching is encouraging you to look for new approaches, to try new ways of thinking, then of course you can begin to judge the level of creativity and imaginativeness within the framework of mathematics as you would within the framework of music or dance or literature. He also thinks assessment has two parts to it, one of which is a description and the other which is a comparison. Whilst investigating a number of educational documents relating to curriculum, not just creativity in the arts domain, such as the Victorian Essential Learning Standards, the National Curriculum Board Forum and the Creative Learning Assessment, we found many similar similarities when talking about what to assess. Each document described the processes and skills they saw necessary when talking about assessing and developing children's creativity. Warlock states that develop, developing creativity is a demanding process of teaching, difficult to make routine, but there is a need to ask students to go beyond given information to use strategies and thinking techniques which involve creation, to give students time to think as well as rewarding and valuing creative efforts. Similarly, the Vells talk about developing knowledge, skills and behaviours in investigating, designing, producing, analysing and evaluating products. The Creative Learning Assessment document also includes collaboration and communication as well as promoting confidence, independence and enjoyment as tools teachers can use when observing and evaluating the creativity of students. Our group compared the VELS to the draft document of the, national, of the Australian National Curriculum. Creativity is addressed in many domains within this document, English, math, science and history. Creativity is an essential component and it looks at how it will enable the document of certain sorry and it looks at how it will enable the development of certain areas for each domain. Compared to Vells who only use who only promote and value the idea of creativity in design, creativity and technology and the arts domains. They do not specifically address the idea of creativity in other domains. This fact highlights the need to develop an agreement on what is essential for all young Australians to learn. We also investigated the different ways the brain functions for males and females. Sabatini states the difference between males and females is not just affected by cultural influences but are biological as well. Gender differences are already apparent from just a few months after birth when social influences are still small. Scientists working at John Hopkins University discovered the left side IPL is larger in men than the right side. In women this asymmetry is reversed, although the difference between left and right sides is not as large as in men. For teachers, the lack of understanding of gender gender differences has unintended consequences of reinforcing gender stereotypes. Conversely, if you understand these differences, you can break down gender stereotypes. This 
lends itself to equip children with the necessary skills and mindset for them to become innovative, creative leaders of the next generation. In conclusion, our group agreed that the teacher's understanding of the dynamics of the brain and gender stereotyping may have an impact on students' creativity. However, it does not mean that we should limit what and how they can learn. We as teachers should be able to stimulate and encourage their learning in creative ways and use this to develop and enhance the process of learning for each individual. We also now understand that the awareness and importance towards embracing creativity and imagination in education is developing and beginning to be implemented into more of the curriculum globally. Acknowledging the importance of creativity is fundamentally important to prepare the students to be able to transcend in the 21st century. By adapting and using this concept into our teaching styles, our students will have the confidence and independence to be productive and creative members of an ever-changing technological society. Each and every student will need this to be part of the next generation.